when when I'll say, I'll say when we get when we grow up, <laughs> we already are growing up. <laughs> I will say in fifteen years, once we have established our lives with wives and kids, you and I will buy will buy a condo, and we will turn that into our geek area, <laughs> and we will have one of these tables. Because yeah. our wives will divorce us in an instant once they see <laughs> this. <laughs> the 2OC. The show that covers the things we love from two parts of the world. Orange County, California and Orange County, Florida. Welcome to episode 27. This episode of 2 will see we talk about breaking news in a galaxy far away. Disney says, no paradise for you. And I say hello to three months ago. I'm Al Flores. And I'm Anton Duong. Anton, how's your week? Uh, not bad, not bad. Uh, there's really nothing in the movie theater this week, so not really checking anything out. There is... One movie that I wanted to see, but uh, it's kind of mixed reviews right now, which is uh, Murder on the Orient Express. Yeah, I don't understand why that's not getting more love. Yeah, I mean, it's got a great cast. It's got uh, Michelle Pfeiffer. It's got Daisy Ridley. It's got uh, Josh Whoa. Gad. Daisy um, Ridley's in it? Yeah, yeah, she's in it. And oh, I her. There's also... Um, <laughs> it's funny. You, you got uh, Olaf and... Ray from Star Wars in one movie. Uh, that's true. Yep. Yeah, uh, there's also uh, Johnny Depp in there. And, uh, well, we've got Penelope Cruz. Yep. No, I know. It's honestly, I cannot. I haven't seen any like people on this in this movie or like major stars in this movie that I don't recognize the name. And so, I'm a pretty big fan of uh, Kenneth uh, Branagh, too. He, he's been in a lot of movies. He's usually the bad guy. But this time around, he's the good guy. He's the detective, which is kind of cool. Yeah, he looked familiar. I don't know. I'm trying to he, think exactly where I know him from. Yeah, he's in quite a a bit of uh, little uh, movies here and there. But okay. uh, one of the big ones that he was in was uh, Thor. He was one of the guys in there. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. I know. I you know what? I just saw one of his pictures. I'm um, mm-hmm. not one of the pictures. The picture from the Orient Express, and I don't know why I didn't see the connection sooner. He played uh, Lovelace from Wild Wild West. The bad yeah. guy. Is it? Same guy. Except except in, in Wild Wild West, he had a black yeah, mustache. Yeah, that's true. Yep, that's the <laughs> same, guy. It's the same freaking makeup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, another th- movie that he's in that uh, we pretty much uh, grew up watching was Harry Potter. What he was he in Chamber of Secrets. He was one of the the professors. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and also That's... he was in a recent movie that we've seen. Uh, it, uh, I think it's Dunkirk. Dunk- he played oh, the captain. Yeah. The captain that was standing on the the pier. You know, he must have one of those faces because he was also in Valkyrie. I'm just looking it up right now. <laughs> yeah, he's in a lot of movies. You're right. Holy so. crap. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's one of those actors that just kind of sneaks in. Yeah. Uh, Well, funny thing you bring up movies. You don't know why I reference... I say hello to three months ago in the beginning, but you set up the perfect intro. Okay. First off, I haven't seen Thor mm-hmm. because I'm waiting for my movie pass. Ah, so I, when did you when did you sign up? 
I signed up three days ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm canceling my Audible subscription because okay. I'm just trying. To, I'm just trying to trim trim costs wherever I can. So Audible is like twenty two, twenty twenty two, twenty three dollars a month. Mm-hmm. The movie pass is only going to be ten dollars a month. Mm-hmm. And with Audible, I only get two credits per month. With the movie pass, I get as many movies as I want, essentially. Yep, that's true. It's a good value. And I, I guess, you know, Audible is good uh, if if you are into uh, a lot of audiobooks. Because there are times where you're like, oh, I wish I could be reading this stuff right now. But there are times where you're like, I wish I could be listening to this right now, which is... You know, always the opposite sometimes. Well, okay, you've you've had this conversation with me. Um, I think we were talking about Ready Player One. Yes. Because I was saying I'm I'm reading that physical book. I was reading a digital copy of another book, and I was listening to an audible version of a third book. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of I was digesting digesting in different ways. Yeah. But. You know, sometimes stuff comes up and I can't put enough time into listening. Mm-hmm. And the audible credits just start stacking up on me because I had the old plan. Yeah. Interesting thing is you can use those credits for other things, too, on Amazon. Like what? I, I think you can actually trade it for some other credits. Uh, for I know you can trade it for stuff. I don't know. Well, I don't know if my subscription count towards it because I had the grandfathered in account. I think now you can just buy. I was. I think now you pay for the entire year, mm-hmm. or like they they give you all your credits up front, and you can just spend them throughout the year as you want. Whereas I was getting them every month, and little by little, I would just start stacking them up. Mm-hmm. And also because Audible does really good deals with like, oh, you know, get two, or get three books for the cost of two credits or whatever. Yeah, that's pretty awesome stuff that they do with audible yeah but it's just it, it's time I, I mean i love the books they do great with the narration it's just i don't have the time some books are 20 hours i can do that in one month but i can't yeah. do it twice in one month and plus sometimes you read a lot faster than reading yeah like loud mm-hmm. so that's the only difference between sitting and listening you got to have a lot of the time and sometimes it takes forever to finish a book but, I mean, it, it's great if you're walking around the house just, uh, you know, uh, doing chores and stuff and listen to an audiobook. Yeah, usually that's what I do. If I'm, if I'm cooking, if I'm making my lunches for the week uh, on Sunday night, I'm listening to an audiobook while I'm doing it. Yeah. This but, week, sponsored by Audible.com. Oh, that would suck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying I'm canceling and I'm canceling it. Anyways, so if you want to support us... <laughs> <laughs> this week sponsored by movie pass oh that's that's why you're sending me all those angry texts telling me to shut up oh okay <laughs> exactly oh, so my uh once you get it uh you're did you track it did they let you know when you're gonna get it uh last i checked it was i think it was still processing but it now they're giving an estimated time of five to seven days Oh, that's great because, uh, you know, last month it was insane. They said it mm-hmm. would take three, four weeks. When when I got mine, it was during the buzz. Yeah. So a lot of people were waiting at least like four weeks at most. 
But uh, for me, it only took two weeks. Well, here's the funny thing. So the morning show I listened to, one of the people signed up, like you said, like when the buzz was happening. Mm-hmm. And another person kind of waited like a few weeks and just did it like at a spur of the moment. The second person got their card first. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. I I really think it's like the card printing vendors. They probably like started sending the newer newer subscriptions to another vendor, and that mm-hmm. person just that that company just had more more processing processing ability. <laughs> but it's just funny how it worked out for like that like those two. But yeah, so I, I'm finally gonna get my card. Um, I'm gonna do it for Thor. I know Justice League's coming out. The next month, Star Wars. So it's- see, that, that's the only thing that that is kind of a drawback is you don't get the IMAX ex- experience for any of those movies. Yeah, you, but that's that's more your thing, though. Yeah, like if, if it's a really good movie that I really want to see in, in like the, the full experience, then yes, like the Thor movie, it, it was really awesome to go see it in IMAX uh, because it a lot of the uh, a lot of Parts of the movie are shot in IMAX, so um, you get the full screen, and it's pretty cool to see that. True. Mm-hmm. But again, you're you're not going to be able to see that the movies in IMAX every single time. Yeah, exactly. Once. Like so. uh, Murder on Orient Express would probably just be regular 2D movie. Yeah, that was just, sure. that was just gonna be a fun fun movie. I mm-hmm. want to see. I just imagine the dialogue is going to be what sells that movie. Yeah, true. So, since we're talking about movies, there was a breaking news a couple of hours ago for Star Wars. Oh, yeah, you were teasing this to me. Yeah, I was trying to tease you a little bit while we were playing uh, Destiny 2. I try not to give away too much, but uh, there was a really good reason why our director beloved director Ryan Johnson who directed The Last Jedi mm-hmm. which is coming out this December. Yeah. There was a the- really good reason why he didn't direct episode 9 even though he wanted to so bad. Oh, I heard about this actually. Uh he's Wait, can I say it? Do you want to make the announcement? I don't want to steal your thunder. Okay, sure, go ahead. Is he is he working on a new trilogy for Star Wars? Yes, he is working on a new trilogy, and they confirmed this a couple of hours ago on the uh, the Star Wars. I was, was going to say Disney blog, but the Star Wars blog and also the Star Wars show on YouTube. Okay, yeah, no, because okay, so there's two news I heard, and I really wish I saw the I saw the second one earlier, so I could ha- I had time to read it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there was one headline that says Star Wars live action series coming soon. Yeah, it's going to be on the new Disney streaming service. So before we get to that, let's just talk about the new trilogy that Ryan Johnson's doing. So I guess it is a good pass for him to skip on episode nine because he needed to focus on creating this new trilogy where it's going to be new characters in a different corner of the universe or the galaxy. And that's the thing. That's one thing I love about Star Wars, and I can't believe Lucas held held it back for so long. Yeah, it's a I, freaking galaxy. Why are we focused on like five main characters? <laughs> well, yeah, 
that's the thing about this Skywalker saga is that it's ending at episode nine. So from what we're hearing so far is this new trilogy is going to be focused on the new storylines and new characters, which is good. It's continu- continuing from the timeline uh, after uh, episode nine, which is good. But uh, at the same time, I think what we're getting for the live action TV show from uh, the Disney streaming service is that we're going to get the, uh, what was it? Uh, The Knights of the Old Republic stuff. I think we're getting like way, way back stuff. I think we're going to be getting uh, like we spoke last time on this, uh, this show that, or this podcast that a lot of the old, republic stuff is going to be explored because there was so much stuff that that didn't get covered in any of the star wars movie like there there was a whole dark side army you know fighting against uh jedis okay so the the furthest back we've been able to see for the jedis is the time where anakin was growing up but mm-hmm. by that time the jedi were already established as the republic guards yeah, they were just regular uh, guards and kind of like secret service, basically. Yeah, exactly. So and we didn't really get to see the the time when uh, Jedi's were, you know, rogue. There were Jedi's that were not even part of the whole council. They're probably like you know doing their own thing on a different planet somewhere. Not just that, but I, I want to be able to see because we've had we discussed this when we were talking about the gray Jedi and the other theories behind the next movie coming out. Yeah. I, I want to see that, that point where the Jedi started going to the, what the, what they considered like the uh, bad against the dark side. Mm-hmm. The good side has its negative parts. And I want to see the discussion that went, you know, before they split off. Yeah. So there's a, there's a time where like, they should say like, Oh, you guys shouldn't be this cold. You guys shouldn't be this emotionless kind of emotionless conversation kind of thing. So, I, I mean, I want to see that part. And I think once they introduce that, it would it would provide more context. It would provide more depth to the rest of the movie movie trilogies. And I'm surprised to hear uh, this news coming out from Star Wars and Disney that Ryan's working on a new trilogy, which is kind of good. It kind of it gives us really uh, gives us a lot of hope. <laughs> oh, for this upcoming movie that's coming this December because if he's able to do a trilogy and then have the blessings from Kathleen Kennedy that means he's doing a really good job I, and I think that's one thing that, people, that was kind of in the back of people's minds is the farthest we know for the movie series or the movie lineup was Han Solo yeah. we, knew, we knew there was more movies scheduled but we didn't know what they would be about, especially since the trilogy we know would be ending. Yeah, so I think after the Han Solo movie, it would be episode 9, correct? I think after episode 9, there would be another Star Wars story movie. And I think we talked about this in the last couple of episodes. Is I think it is going to be an Obi-Wan yeah. movie starring Ewan McGregor. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, the, the Obi-Wan is going to be the, the more... The, the the last movie we knew about, right? There's no confirmations, but I I, I think that's probably going to be 
a really big movie that everybody's been expecting. That would be a good lead up to if they do the next trilogy based on the origins of the Jedi. That would be a good lead up because we like we discussed when we when we, they announced the movie, we really don't know much about Obi Wan. Mm-hmm. Like he like Clone Wars shows a lot of his kind of Captain Kirk. Say, uh, sex with space aliens <laughs> background during the war. Yeah. But we beyond that, we really don't know beyond him being a wise, wise yeah, became, old boss. Yeah, he, came, he became a really wise guy when he was training Luke. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I think, you know, more news will come out in the future, probably after the Han Solo movie comes out. But uh, until then, I think there's going to be a lot of planning uh, beyond episode nine. Uh, I mean, it would be insane if they they are able to close the gap between the episodes. So that way, you know, you got one movie coming out after another within like a couple months. So you're you got like probably two Star Wars movie a a year. Yeah. And I think that's they're going to start speeding up, especially one a year. I'm more than happy to a year. Holy crap. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's crazy. But I mean, look at it this way. Marvel movies, they got two every year or probably even more. Two to three. Yeah, the movies I'm fine with, it's the Marvel TV shows that I'm starting to kind of like, okay, I've, I have too much Marvel in my life. I never thought I'd say it, but I have too much Marvel in my life. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I, I I guess it's all because of the Marvel Studios putting out their own stuff, and then Fox is going, "Oh, hey, we got X Men over here. Why don't we just uh, you know go ahead and do our own shows with uh, X Men characters?" So there's like two oh. X Men shows right now on well, on television. X Men, I'm definitely tapped out on. I can't. It, that that is probably one of the longest comic book series that we have out right now, and I just it's too much. Yeah, I think uh, Marvel Studios would do a better job with the X Men series. And that's the thing, Fox is kind of doing what Sony did before, trying to just keep the series going so they don't have to get back the the license. Yeah, and there is a, a news that popped up recently. I don't know if you heard about it, but Disney is thinking about buying Fox. Oh. I did not hear that, but that's a ballsy yeah, move. It is a very big ballsy move because once that uh, is acquired, then that means that they have pretty much every single franchise back well, to Marvel Studios. Well, Fox Movie Studios or Fox as an entire company? Um, I or think it sure. is. I think they're trying to get the full network and everything. Because that's gonna be expensive. That. <laughs> I mean, Disney has money, but I mean, Fox is not exactly a small fish. Yeah. Uh, I mean, just just with the movie movie studio, that'd be great. I don't think they need to push it. Also, because I don't know how that would affect the TV shows, like Family Guy, American Dad, like those kinds of shows. I don't think I don't think Disney's very Seth MacFarlane friendly. Yeah. So uh, okay. So. Uh, looking back at some of the articles that I read here, Disney failed acquisition of Fox. So I, I guess it, it kind of didn't go through, but they had serious talks within the past couple of weeks about it. 
Yeah, well, Disney has been spending money on other stuff, so... Mm-hmm. Uh, any more Star Wars stuff before I, move, before I push this along? Uh, Star Wars? No, I think that should be pretty much it for uh, Star Wars news, because that's such a big news already. I don't think any, anything else from Star Wars would top it. Yeah, that was breaking news, and I will mm-hmm. add the little Morse code, like sign, like, dee 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 thing, at the beginning to show that it was breaking news. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> old-timey, sure. old-timey breaking news. Okay, so since you brought up Disney, mm-hmm. you heard about it. I, did, I, I thought I was, I thought I finally beat you on something Disney-related, and you actually heard about it about five days after, before I did. Yeah, it was something that, that I wanted to talk about last week, but I totally um, blanked out on that one because Stranger Things 2 was also something that I wanted to talk about. But anyways, go ahead. Uh, so Disney California Adventure is finally getting an update. And not Big just... update. Yeah. Well, it, it's kind... I, I'd say it's more of like a reskin and then a couple of updates. Yeah, so... I mean, besides a few tweaks here and there, they kind of changed things a bit with Guardians of the Galaxy. But now they're they're getting a big chunk. They're changing up DCA. I would say about, my estimation, a fourth of the whole park. Yeah, it's a big section of the whole park. It's basically the... the Paradise the big, Pier. Yeah, the biggest area. Yeah, Paradise Pier. Yeah, Paradise Pier is going to have a new facelift. They're going to change it to more of a Pixar, Pixar land area. So they, they're going to have um, the incredible coaster. Yeah, that that's one thing I'm sad about because I California Screaming is one of my one of my favorite rides. Yeah, it, it is. I think it is the staple of the whole entire park because it's been there since the very beginning and yeah. changing it to the incredible coaster kind of takes away that magic that you had since the very beginning. Uh, Incredibles-inspired coaster, incre- or Incredibles-themed coaster. I think la- you mentioned that you didn't you didn't bring it up last week because you didn't see the photos. Mm-hmm. It was teased, but nothing was really shown until recently where they did announce, the, they did release the photos. And now the, the roller coaster has some covered areas. So I'm wondering if that's where they're going to sneak in some Incredibles movie themed, like kind of like um Space Mountain. Oh, um, are you talking about the Halloween thing? Not just Halloween, but I'm saying just like that that experience, like you going through the ride, and they're adding, they're going to add digital effects kind of thing. Like that's what I'm picturing. Yeah, I I think so, but uh, I'm I'm looking at the picture right now too. It looks like. Some of the areas that they already have uh, stuff covering, like the, mm-hmm. the the very beginning where California Screaming launches you to the very top. Yeah. Yeah, that place is already covered, but I think it's going to be enclosed, basically, like like what you're saying. And they're, they're going to add some effects. And they already have speakers in, inside of the, the seats itself. Mm-hmm. So you're probably going to hear like superheroes and stuff like that. Be very interesting to see what they're gonna add to to all that, but yeah, but I mean they're they're shutting down that whole area, uh, Ariel's Grotto and the Cove Bar, which mm-hmm. I love the Cove Bar, yeah, Cove Bar, yep. But they have to shut them down at least at least temporarily, 
to uh, for like the revamp. Yep. And uh, a lot of people were kind of like, "Why are they shutting down the code bar? I love the code bar." This might be them trying to upgrade it to uh be able to accommodate more people. Yeah, because everybody loves that area. It's a freaking line just to get in, dude. Like mm-hmm. I. I I think the the longest I ever had to wait was like thirty minutes. Wow! Just to get in, mm-hmm. and I was like, "I we just wanted a table so we could have a few drinks." Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're doing that. They're upgrading. They're and they're also going to change up the the Ferris wheel. Mm-hmm. They're touching that. They're going to change the little carts into. I don't know if they're just painting them as Pixar characters, or they're actually going to change how the carts look. Mm-hmm. But that's gonna be changing. It looks like they're gonna be shutting down as of what January eighth, mm-hmm. and they're gonna do like a little soft walkthrough opening on April thirteenth for Pixar Fest. Yep, and it's then be sh- a really cool uh, event. Yeah, and, they're, and then they're gonna shut it back down again for the final touches, and then open up again summer twenty eighteen. Yeah, um, you know what I don't like though. What? Okay, so uh, to the right of the wheel, there's going to be another uh, Pixar movie ride. And uh, what they're doing there is they're adding Inside Out. Oh, I see the colors. You're right. Yeah, they're adding an Inside Out attraction over there. So I have no idea what they're going to do exactly. But uh, it it looks like, you know, that's going to be a ride. I want to say about a month ago. They closed down Goofy Sky School. I thought it was for renovations, but considering that it's still closed and there's about a month and a half left in the year, I wonder if it's if it's going to stay closed for the for the renovations. I don't think so because uh, Goofy's Flying School usually have that really long uh, renovation period. Because uh, I remember going for a while and uh, Goofy's Flying School. Didn't open till probably like February, March. It was awesome. closed down for quite a bit of time. But Goofy Sky School is going to be part of the new Pixar Land or Pixar Pier. Yeah, and I think that, that's that going to stay revamped. there, though. Um, no, it isn't. Isn't a stay, but they're going to re. Mm-hmm. It looks like they're going to reskin it, or it's going to be part of that area. It, I don't think it would make any sense for them to do that. The only reason why I say that is because they reskinned that ride probably about four times already. It wasn't Goofy's Flying School before. It was uh, another ride. I'm fine if it goes. I hate that ride. It causes me so much pain. (laughs) The sharp turns. The sharp turns. uh, One of my friends, she lost a hat on that ride. Yeah. (laughs) And she, she lost it at the stupidest part, too. We were pretty much the ride was done. We were mm-hmm. getting back to like the where the line area is, the boarding area, and it just randomly jolts into a, like a stop. We were already going like walking speed, and all of a sudden it just jolts hard into a stop, and her her hat goes flying off. <laughs> my friend Josh just like oh, started yeah. cracking up. He's like, "What happened? What happened?" And her friend, she's like, "My hat fell." <laughs> well, and it's in it's in an air. It was in an area too where like you can't really. The the customers couldn't really get it right then and there. They had to wait for the right to close, mm-hmm. and that was the day that I think DCA didn't close until like eleven. So we were like, okay, over it, we're done. We're, we'll buy you a new hat. <laughs> so I guess the cool thing about the Pixar Fest is that they're gonna have those um, 
uh, paint the night thing with it too. So it's a Pixar play parade and then paint the night. You know what? I that is uh, having my pass for almost a year now. I still have not seen the shows at DCA, like with the fountains. You have. Wait, wait, wait. Have you ever seen that show? No. World of Color. No. Oh my god. Holy crap. I've seen bits and parts, but I've never got like a fast I can't believe fast. you haven't seen it yet. Dude, cuz <sighs> it is the best it, it is the best Disney show by far. Better than better than the what was it called? Fantastic. The Jungle The Jungle Book? Oh yeah. Holy crap. It's insane. It is by far, I don't know. Wait, wait, me, wait, wait. The the uh, music is uh, super epic. For one thing. Okay. Second thing is, you know, your expectations are met, and then it, it just goes way beyond that. Mm-hmm. I'll say, because first of all, the Jungle Book one at, at Animal Kingdom has live performance also included with the, the water show and the projection. Yeah, that was only for a limited time because they're testing out the stuff. Oh. Uh, I, and I, I still see a lot of people who are talking about world of color they still say it's a lot better than anything they've ever seen i guess yeah i uh. think the only way to get the best out of uh world of color is if you go early to get the um the passes for the uh, the, the good section i can't remember what color it was i think blue mm-hmm Blue or yellow, can't remember exactly, but uh, those are the good areas where you can stand and see everything. Uh, yeah, I mean, because the thing is, by the time I get there, the lines are already long, and I don't have a fast pass, so I'm like, okay, well, walking through. <laughs> so yeah, you, you always have to stand on the side uh, if you didn't get any of the passes. No, that's the thing. It gets so packed, you can't. They They push you out. Yeah, and they don't even let you go into those areas unless you have the tickets. Yeah, or the reserve. Di- they're really pushing the reserve dining, dining and show passes now. Yeah, I actually did that uh, a long time ago, probably like four, five years ago. I did that for my friend Favi's birthday. We did like the we did the package for the electrical parade. Mm-hmm. Not impressed. Not a. Yeah, I'm not impressed. That that's oh, that's an old event. Yeah. that's outdated. I yeah. mean, it's fun to see the classic stuff, but it's not something that you would pay a lot of money to go see. Although that Tinkerbell. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> actually, speaking of speaking of parades uh, and Pixar, the Pixar event that they're going to do on, in April, they're also going to bring back the. The new fire or bring back. Uh, they're going to do a fireworks show called Together Forever, a Pixar nighttime spectacular at Disneyland. All right. So just to confirm everything, uh, Paradise Gardens, Silly Symphony Swings, Jumpin' Jellyfish, Goofy's Flying School or Goofy Sky School, mm-hmm. Golden Ziffer, and The Little Mermaid Undersea. Uh, Under the Sea Adventure will become the new land called Paradise Park. Oh. So those will stay there. 
No changes. I'm, okay, so that is going to be kind of the the reserved paradise area. Like that that's the part they're keeping. Yeah, instead of calling it Paradise Pier, they're calling it Paradise Park. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Ariel's ride is a quick, is a good little, like it's it's a walk on ride, and you get your good, you get a good bang for your buck on that one. Mm-hmm. I approve of that one. It's good AC. That too. That too. All right. Uh, so I got a notification while we were, but we started recording. Remember last week when we were talking about our favorite board games? Yeah. And I want. I said I wanted to play. I call the Settlers of Catan, but now it's just Catan. Yeah. There's an app now. They just released it last week. What app? Catan Stories. Uh, the I think the new one's called uh, Catan Stories: Legend of the Sea Robbers. So I. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I don't think it's exactly like the game. Like it's not like a virtual board game, but it's kind of inspired by the game. So I might be checking that out. Uh, I've been playing Catan on my phone for the past couple of years. Oh, so this is an expansion? Uh yeah, when when you play the the uh, when you download the app uh Catan, there mm-hmm. are expansion packs that you can buy on there and you can play against the AI or you can play against other people online that have the expansion packs. And um little did I know there are so many rules that you can play Catan with. There are some rules where you can't build stuff in the very center. You can uh, only build stuff on the outside. There are some rules where you have to build it a certain way. Um, and there are rules where you're only allowed to build certain buildings and certain roads. Okay, so it's kind of a customizable. Yeah, uh, but like I apples, really apples, hate apples. those rules. I really hate the rules <laughs> on... Like, I, I appreciate, you know, that they're they're putting all these rules so then you can get... Uh, different gameplay out of it but it's just so confusing for me like it, playing it uh, constantly and then changing the rules all the time it kind of you know um, gets me out of line because i'm so used to playing it how i used to play it on you know on the table yeah i, I know i know what you mean like you kind of want a set way so you can have your strategy and test it out on different people. Yeah. Instead of every single time you play, somebody switches up the rules on you. Yeah, you, you, you'll see what I mean once you download the app and try it out. I'm still sad that you have not challenged me on that game. <laughs> yeah, it just takes too long to play. Uh, damn it, Anton! That's what I was complaining about the, the last week. That nobody wants to play because it takes too damn long. Yeah. Right. I, mean, I would play if we have more people around. It's it's more better that way. Speaking of which, speaking of more people, uh, perhaps we can get Josias and Adam from the Comic Syndicate to play that. Oh, yeah, we can't. Hey, you know what's really cool? You should build a PC. <laughs> and then uh, we what can download... In, I was like, what am I back in junior high? <laughs> yeah, so you can... Actually, you can just pay somebody to build it. You can pay, you know, uh, like CyberPower PC, like the one that I have. Yeah, PC modding isn't as fun anymore. Now that now that companies have have actually allowed people to be more customizable. And interesting thing is, it's usually cheaper now because those guys mm-hmm. get wholesale prices. 
Yep. So you just choose what whatever parts you want and they just build it for you so you don't have to build it yourself anymore. Because even if you build it yourself, it's still pretty pricey for stuff that you can just get it from these guys at wholesale prices. Not just that, but at least if you if you get it built all at once from like I said, like Power PC, you know all the components are being are compatible and they won't be nothing will be wasted. Like yeah. you're not you're not gonna put excess RAM that the that the motherboard has no ability to use the full full chip. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so uh once you build these amazing computers, I think you should download we should all download this uh tabletop simulator and we can download or buy these games. Like for example, we can load in Secret Hitler. You really love that game, don't you? Dude, it's so good. Man, it's an amazing game. Okay. I'm I'm gonna let you in on a little dream I have. Oh my god, I don't wanna know about your wet dreams. No, no, not those. Okay. Okay, so I keep wanting like when I when I finally buy my own my first house, my own first house, I want a freaking room where I can turn into like a, a recording studio. Kind kind of like what I don't know if you've ever seen Brush Brian Brushwood's like setup. It's kind of like a uh, man cave, but like with uh, really high tech equipment. I would say think of it more as a as a radio studio that's camera ready. Okay, let me show you an example that I like. What I would like to do. Um, are you have you ever seen Will Wheaton's show called Tabletop? No, I, I suddenly check it out. Okay, so Tabletop is a show on YouTube or ProjectAlpha.com, depending on where you want to go. Mm-hmm. So it's a show about him with a bunch of friends. Usually, you know, we, we notice a couple of people here and there, like Felicia Day, etc. Yeah, the same circle. Same circle. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he would host, like, you know, a, a game day or mm-hmm. game night. And they would play board games and they would uh, play on like a really nice table that's customized. And it, it's really it's a really cool, fun reality show um, where they play board games. And it, I really like the format because they're really in depth. So they explain the rules and everything uh, through the whole entire episode. Mm-hmm. It's really neat. You got to check it out. And I really love the way that they... They laid out the whole entire um, studio. Okay, so I'm looking at the Catan app. I'm assuming it's better if I get it on my iPad. Yeah, it's better on your iPad. It, it's You need a big screen. Ah, damn it. All right, fine. <laughs> That's probably going to cost more. Well, okay, so well, can you multitask and let me know what, what the hell this is supposed to show? What happened? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm checking out the link you sent me before the show. Mm-hmm. While you're looking up whatever you need to look up, can you explain exactly what this is? Okay, so before that, the second link is the uh, one that takes you straight to the whole layout. I really want a table like that. It's a wooden table. Uh, this is uh, made by um, Gamer Cheek. Mm. Gamer Chick. But uh, their company uh, went bankrupt uh, like two months ago. Wait, what, what makes it so special? Geek Chick. There you go. Uh, tar- it's customized. I'm sorry, you told me to eat what? Oh, I Geek see what you're talking chick. about. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like a mini pool table. 
but with no holes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of interesting because uh, it, it comes with, like, if you're really hardcore, I'm going to show you some really, really hardcore ones. They have, like, uh, Risk tables. They have uh, uh, Settlers of Catan uh, table. Okay. See, I, I would want uh, Settlers of Catan, like, themed or specifically for the game? Like, the table that specializes uh, for the game. Like, there would be, like, a, a little... Uh, thing on top of the table and the board game is um kind of uh set inside the table let me ask this the right way is it a is it an attachment for a table that they already sell or is the table just as is the table is customized to that game the, the whole table. okay see yeah. i would want kind of what he has more like a general purpose one instead of one specific to one game no, 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 it's not just one game. You can pretty much play any type of game, but mm-hmm. like it, it's a multi-purpose table. Yeah. And you're able to uh, play all of those expensive games. <laughs> not just Catan. It could be like, uh, uh, you can even do D&D on it. Oh my God, I'm going to punch. If I buy one of these, I'm going to punch my first friend to spill something on it. <laughs> <laughs> they spill something. Oh my bad. Like, it's cool. You signed the waiver, right? Because you know the rules. <laughs> Give me your so, hands. Some, you're going to lose one finger. <laughs> Let's try oh it. my god. That's horrible. It's Yakuza rules here, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a nice one. Okay, yeah, so... Okay, you so got audio- like a little section and everything. Yeah, so audio podcast, Anton. Describe the one you just sent me. Alright, so I just sent you a picture. This is what the whole layout of a table that I want for my game room okay and it's just not like any other table it looks like a felted pool table mm-hmm. but there's a twist on it there's everybody gets their own like little section where can they can put their own dices they can put their own like uh uh you know uh notes or something if they're playing dnd but if you're not playing dnd you can also play uh Catan. and depending on the table that you get or the table that you make, it's gonna have a special area where you put the board game. Like you can put a glass layer over the top and then yeah. just put the the um the actual board at the very bottom of it. So that way you can, you know It's like extra protection. Yeah, extra protection. You can put food on there, which I wouldn't because no. I think you would kill people. Like what did you tell me? You oh, would Yakuza? The, the, yeah, Yakuza rules that you lose a finger if you mess up. Oh my god, that's just <laughs> the worst thing ever. You're gonna get blood everywhere. It's gonna make the table even worse. Well, I would chop it off away from the table. I mean, okay, well, yeah. Or or that little section that they have. Okay, first of all, when I first saw this, the the section for that each person has. Mm-hmm. You know, I made that Morse code joke earlier. Yeah, it kind of reminds me when you see like a World War II movie and you see like those people on the Morse like Morse code machines writing notes. <laughs> that's what it reminds me of like it's a little like wooden cubicle area mm-hmm. and it has like little drawers <laughs> <laughs> that's true yeah no the top part is the most the part i'm most concerned about because that's felt and i one of the google images that you showed me or that was on the link you sent me it shows the table without the felt mm-hmm. and it's a lot of nooks and crannies and i would not want to have to of clean it not. up yeah. Okay, so go ahead and click on this link that I just sent you. It's porn. And then, 
What's that? It's porn. No, it's not. It's it, tabletop, actually it, it's it, it is. Porn. It's yeah, tabletop porn. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So go ahead and click on it. Uh, yeah. You're gonna scroll down uh, just a little bit, and you're gonna see different pictures, and you're gonna see like it. The each section of the table, you can fold out these little tiny tables, so you can put stuff on top, and you kind of have like a little cubby area, which is mm-hmm. very very cool for uh, someone that plays D and D or uh, Risk or anything. Uh, of that sort and there's a little tiny um cabinets that you can pull out too you can oh see uh yeah it's Anton, pretty awesome when when i'll say i'll say when we get when we grow up <laughs> we already are growing up <laughs> i will say in 15 years once we have established our lives with wives and kids you and i will buy will buy a condo and we will turn that into our geek area and we will have one of these tables because yeah. our wives will divorce us in an instant once they see this. <laughs> you know what we should do? We should just get a uh, a warehouse somewhere and then just call it the the two uh, OC uh, warehouse. You know, and it's a here, it's it's in Texas. <laughs> it's no it's nowhere near either Orange County. <laughs> yeah. So hey, it's uh, in the middle, halfway. You know, okay. uh, we'll, we'll meet there in uh, two hours on the plane. So, <laughs> so let's say we're at this warehouse, you know, uh, we, we got our recording studio and in this other room, we have a very serious game room, game room where we can just have like a whole layout, kind of like Howie's Game Shack, but we got like uh, other uh, board game stuff too. Well, so. it's intense. You know, the, wherever they film on that film, wherever they photograph this table it's the right setting. Like mm-hmm. this, the type of, the way the table looks, yeah. you, it almost seems like you can never have full lighting in whatever room you put it in. It always has to be like semi-dark. <laughs> like you're in the dungeon, you're in a basement somewhere, like that That kind of lighting. You can never have full like fluorescent lighting. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Hey, you, you know it's a real table when there's a cup holder. You know it's a real wooden table when I, I just saw the price. <laughs> it's like uh, 16 grand for the really decked out table yeah <laughs> i was like oh 2500 that's pricey but that's pretty nice oh up to sixteen thousand. never mind <laughs> there I was ra- a really cheap table that they had that i really liked that uh, i i thought that i was gonna buy it but it seems like they uh they closed up shop before i was able to because it, it's a very very niche market Mm-hmm. It, you, this is I cannot see this being used for anything but home use because if you have a, a business that's for kind of like a, a comic book store that might do tournaments or whatever they would not be able to afford this kind of table and if they could they wouldn't want to use it for they wouldn't want it in public hands oh yeah it, this table is too precious this is the high roller in a casino table yeah like the like the only people that use this are the ones that bring in the big bucks. Yeah, and if you go into a house or any place that has this type of table, you know you're gonna get owned by the the owner that owns it because he probably plays a lot of board games. How okay? When you have a kid, and okay, let's say you have a son, and you walk into your game room and you see your son like 
not drawing, drawing on the table, but not drawing on the table, but like a notepad on the table. How quickly would you put him up for adoption? <laughs> <laughs> just, just knowing that he's near the table. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think I'm going to be preventing that from happening. I'll put a full alarm system with uh, motion sensors around the room with lasers, and uh, it's going to be equipped with um, a sprinkler system uh, that uh, you know will enable like a whole. Uh, force field around the whole entire table so it doesn't get wet. I could just imagine being like, Daddy loves you, but Daddy loves the table more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, Alright, we're, we're focusing too much on visuals on an audio podcast. Yeah. Uh, okay, so, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> we're going from one visual to the other. You sent me a picture or you sent me a link. What is the link for? Okay, so this link... I keep sending you links today. What's up with that? Anyways. I'm not Zelda. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, so I sent you a link of a picture of the 25 most dangerous highways in the United States. And it's calculated by the fatalities per mile. And I live in Orlando. And it seems like I-4, as we call it in Florida, Interstate 4. You don't call it the 4? No, we don't call it the 4, like the 5, or the 405, or the 101, or the 55. We don't call that. We call it the I-4. I just learned how unique that was. I, I Literally, within the last year, I learned how rare that is. Yeah, and it's interesting because the 95 here, we don't call it the 95. We call it the I-95. Yeah, no. Oh, my God. I, I, who, I know SNL makes fun of us, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? I'll, I'll I'll insert a little audio clip from from SNL if I can find it from them doing what are they called the Californians. That's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What? Where's Chad? Oh, he's coming up from Laguna. What? How's he gonna get here in time? Well, he's gonna take the five to the four o five, and then he's gonna take the uh, the the one o five north. Next on the Californians. I'm glad you came over, Devin. Well, I do. Maybe you should get going before Stuart gets home. All right. I'll say you're going to take Candy View Driver to San Vicente, and then make a left and go 405 North. From there, just get off of Mulholland. Totally like that. Hey, honey. I brought us some tangerines. This guy was selling them on the off-ramp over by the two. Devin? What are you doing here? Stuart, why are you him so early? I skipped Wilshire and took Beverly over to Santa Monica and took that all the way up. Hey, Stuart, yeah, I just came over to fix the speakers, the outside speakers on the patio. I think they sound pretty good. How was work? I think you should go home now, Devin. There's nothing going on, Stuart. I should go home. Get back on San Vicente, take it to the 10, then switch over to the 405 North and let it dump you out into Mulholland where you belong. Oh my God, that is us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so true. And it's so funny because they, they really get into it and it seems like they actually live in California. I saw, really... that, I saw that skit. I'm like, I don't get it. What's the joke? 
don't get it. <laughs> so, yeah, what, so, so, so when Chad gets there, does he have the jokes? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, the the most deadliest highway in America by fatalities would be the I four, and that's in Orlando. Okay, so the I four has a has a death rate of. 1.25 deaths per highway mile. Yeah. And so far this year, actually from 2011 to 2015, there are 165 fatalities. So, okay, so that means if they average, and this is this is just like in the lifetime in a year, what's the... This is from 2011 to 2015. Okay. So, if, so they put, if they put a marker for every death from the, for those four years... Evenly spaced throughout the highway, within five mile or within four miles, you would have passed by five death markers. Oh yes, that's true. Because from Tampa, because I four starts in Tampa and it ends in Daytona Beach, and the uh, distance from one end to the other would only be uh, less than two hundred miles. I think it's one hundred and seventy or one hundred and eighty miles total. Yay! The four or five isn't on here. Sweet. I damn know, it, I, surprisingly. Damn it, I said the. <laughs> damn it. <laughs> but the five is. The five is. I'm not on it that long, but eh, it's about the same distance. So my commute is about 15 to 18 miles, somewhere around yep. there. So that means for the five, if I was to take that home, I would pass by an average of nine deaths. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy because look at it. It, it start, The five starts in Washington uh, Blaine, Washington, yeah. and it goes all the way down to San, uh, Cedro? San Diego. San Diego. No, no, oh, no, no, no uh, after oh, San Diego. Oh, yeah, yeah, San San Isidro, yeah. Isidro, yeah. So San Diego, it seems that that's the place that has the most deaths. Oh, because so, oh, it's it is the deadliest city on the highway. Oh, I I didn't notice that. So they chop it into like actual segments too. Y- yeah, and. You know, oh, I see. Okay, there's yeah. a lot of construction in San Diego on the 5. Mm-hmm. And then on the I-4 in Orlando, there's a lot of constructions too. And it's kind of given because at night, people don't know that there's a lot of uh, new traffic patterns. Yeah. So sometimes there would be a sharp turn on the I-4 out of nowhere. And so, every time I go on the freeway at night or during the early morning, I always see a car flipped over or there's like a five car collision or a 10 car collision. I think the most I've ever seen is probably like 10 to 12. So part of the data also shows you the time and day that's the most deadly, like the most, yeah. like the most fatalities. Two to I three s- o'clock. Well, on August 28th. And I'm wondering if that has something to do with college students partying it up before school or the weekend of Labor Day weekend. Oh, I see that. That's really interesting because it says right here on on, on this graph uh, that the most common month would be January. That's when kids are coming back. And the uh, most common day of the month is the 10th. And the most common day of the week is Sunday. And Sunday is when kids come back from, uh, you know, Oh, for for your highway, yeah, it's funny, but a lot of them are nighttime, which I'm as much as that sucks. I'm okay with that because that's not well. Well, 
Okay, no, that one's fine. Uh, I'm okay with that one because that's like, you know, people are partying it up. That's. It might not be innocent deaths. Yeah. So, anyways, just to sum it up, I 4, the deadliest highway in America. And then uh, we got a couple other ones too, but they're more spaced out. But uh, whenever you're in Orlando, just brace for yourself. Okay. Uh, yeah, so people people are their own worst enemies here. Yeah. Well, thank you for scaring the crap out of me, Anton, for a split second. Mm-hmm. You jerk. All right. Well, if people want to... I don't even know where to go with this one. If people want to support the podcast, how can they help us? <laughs> they can help us by going on to www.the2oc.com and uh, buy some beers by clicking on the buy some beer button. And if they are interested in buying some stickers... They can buy it on our website. They got uh, t-shirts on there. Well, not they got. We got t-shirts on there. <laughs> All right. And if you want to reach out to us, you can send us an email to mail at the 2OC.com. You can also follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at the 2OC for each one of those. All right, Anton, anything else? Uh, that's it. I'm going to sleep. For the 2OC, I'm Al Flores. And I'm Anton Duong. Have a good one. Good night.